Hello, I'm Richard Cornts and I'm Chief Executive of the British Council for Offices, the BCO, and welcome to the first in a series of interviews we are calling The New Normal. For those of you who don't know the BCO, we are the representative body of the office sector in the UK, bringing together all of those who have an interest in the office, be they the supply side, developers, investors, demand side, major occupiers, the principal consultants who form part of that heady mix, so the surveyors, the engineers, uh, the architects, and so forth, and the contractors and product suppliers. From that, on an entirely equal basis, we try and deliver best practice, raising the bar, delivering the most effective office space we can. We are best known for the industry Bible, the BCO Guide to Specification. So what is the new normal? Well, the new normal is really this. I would normally be in my office in London, but I'm here at home as millions and millions of others are. So the normal workplace we had, our office, is pretty much silent as virtually half of the world's population is in lockdown. So what will be the impact of all of this? And a series of interviews that I'm conducting with leading representatives of the BCO will try and explore the major themes that lie behind that. And where better to start than the BCO president, Paul Paytonell. Paul is an architect by training. He started off at Hunter and Partners. In 2000, he moved to Development Securities and 2015, to you and I, where he is project director. And welcome, Paul. Richard, thank you very much. It's a great initiative of the BCR, I think. Thank you very much. And my first question to you, Paul, is what do you think the coronavirus means for the commercial property industry? Well, Richard, I think like any business, um, it's fairly tragic. On New Year's Eve, um, the first case of COVID-19 was reported to the World Health Organization. And the speed with which the world has changed is, is just staggering. The first 100 days brought the economy to a hard stop, uh, the likes of which has never been seen before. And for the property industry, lockdowns meant that new opportunities can't be pursued uh, in terms of seeking new business. The funding market has collapsed, residential markets collapsed, the investment port portfolios are suffering uh, due to um, lack of rent and the risk of properties becoming insolvent, um, companies becoming insolvent, and also third party engagements being affected. Take, take planning um, uh, decisions, for instance. Despite emergency legislation, the local authorities are ill-equipped to deal remotely with the planning process. Construction sites have closed, and those that have stayed open are suffering from a shortage of materials. But there are some experts that expect the economy to rebound quite swiftly. If the lockdown measures are lifted before maybe the third quarter or early third quarter, if restrictions can be eased in May, a, a rapid bounce back seems possible. And this would not restore the economy to its previous peak instantly. That would take some time. But there is some positivity to be taken from this. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to come back to the economy a bit later if we have time. Yes. But I'd like to explore, Paul, if I may, in a bit more 
detail. What is, as I, I hinted in, in my introduction, working from home being the new norm? And how, how far do you think that will manifest itself when we enter the post-virus era? What will be the impact of what we're all doing now? Well, this is, this is the hot topic, isn't it, amongst uh, us office occupiers and indeed those that work remotely. Homeworking can be advantageous to employees and employers alike. And the value that remote working empowerment delivers can be measured in terms of all good working conditions like employee attraction, engagement, morale uh, and retention. And that's, that's well recognised. But we must consider the home environment in terms of space, design, the, the layout and, and furniture, as well as the tools and technology such as internet strength and reliability and conferencing software and equipment. And we have no choice at present. But post-lockdown, it is said that embracing this will enhance the home working experience for employees and boost engagement and uh, productivity. But despite the advantages, home working can never be a replacement for the physical office, uh, how, whatever arguments you levy. Some studies have found that working from home can increase the feeling of isolation, can disrupt team cohesion and reduce innovation. So there will always be individuals and teams that perform more effectively in an office environment. But I think for those working remotely, the office will still be the place for face-to-face -face communications and collaboration with colleagues and clients. I must say that's my view. I mean, perhaps I would say that, wouldn't I? But I'd like to spend a, a few minutes, if, if I may, on how you think companies will, will view this after the, the crisis has passed. So the, the spend on office space is very, very high mm. for, for the occupiers. So what do you think their view will be? What will be the corporate take on office, regardless I, of what individuals may like to do? I think, as I said, as I said uh, the lockdown has obviously pushed us further apart and, and much has been written on the social values of this. We can't go to work and this public sphere, the place where ideas are freely exchanged, is gone. On the other hand, this is the closest we've come to a collective experience in years. We're probably talking to each other more than ever before on the internet and phone. And we have to contrast the status of prolonged boredom, unemployment and loneliness with that connectivity. There's a growing awareness in recent years of the link between mental and physical health. And you will remember well, we discussed this at length at the BCO conference in Copenhagen. So some things will go straight back to normal when the lockdown ends because we miss them. But we must remember that the coronavirus uh, can always return and we're likely to be left feeling very vulnerable for a long time. But people need people and the working environment and therefore the office provides that, in my opinion. And in terms of what people are missing most, Paul, I mean, I think I know what the answer is and I expect you, you, you're going to be the same. But what do you think it is? If you had to identify a single thing that you think most, most people, most of us miss most about being in the office, what would that be? The single thing? Well, I, I, I think there are many facets to this. I think if there were, let me come back to the single, the single point, 
that I think there are many things that people will miss from, from their office environment once the first few weeks of working from home has um, they, they've got over that. And as they settle in to home working, they'll be frustrated by all the things they take for granted in an office. The internet capacity, storage, communications, things that we moan about in the office, like IT backup. You sometimes feel you're working with one arm tied behind your back. And not everybody. We're, we're having teams uh, meetings all the time, uh, working very effectively. But not everybody has the idealistic home office. My, my preference is a minimalist glass table overlooking the sea. But uh, I live in West London, so um, that's pretty difficult. The reality is many home workers have to vie with partners, dogs, children, often working in a spare room with the clutter. And then how do, how do companies monitor their team's productivity? These distractions are inevitable and timekeeping can easily slip. And does a company choose to use big brother techniques or rely on a mutual trust? And I don't think there's any one answer. Health and well-being, you know, this year's topic for the BCO is a major issue. Everything from basic organic requirements to mental and physical health and difficult to deal with uh, without an organised structure. And the key point, I think, in answer to your question, human beings like interacting with each other. They crave a stimulus and that's achieved in an office environment by meeting at work, developing social skills, uh, which are also both key to improvement and productivity. I could not agree more. I think it is the social interaction that will keep us together more than anything Indeed. else will lead to the return of the Indeed. office. Sadly, we are out of time. Uh, these interviews are about 10 minutes and it's gone very quickly. We're up. I hope you have all enjoyed it as much as I have. I'm very grateful to Paul Patenel, president of the BCO. And until next time, from Paul and from me, thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you, Richard. Thank you.